it'll leave a bad taste in your mouth because this is Slashers, a horror movie podcast brought to you by two goons. I'm not going to do that line. I realized when I was listening to the Lost Boys <laughs> one, like we watch movies that you've already seen, so you don't have to. And it's like, well, I don't have to see it because I've already seen it. And I realized that that's the joke, but I feel like people are dumb and they're not going to get it. And they're going to be like, wait, what? I almost feel like we need to come up with a different catchphrase every single week. Yes. Okay. That's a fun challenge. <laughs> also, my mind is racing and I'm sad. This yeah. is Slashers. Jake's going to be going to sleep at night. Totally. <laughs> Shit. Two goons who have a positive attitude. Yeah. <laughs> One is cool but rude, and the other dude's a party dude. Huh? Teenage? Okay, cool. Cheers um, to that. Awesome. So this is a unique episode. We are going to be having a guest joining us in mere moments. Mm-hmm. X Robbie Hart X, which ties into our Wednesday warm-up. I thank you very much if you watch those on our IGTV uh, which is super dope. I think we get actually more viewers on that on some episodes than the episodes themselves. So that's saying something. Yeah, basically, we got to keep going with them. Yeah, and pretty much <laughs> we should just stop watching bad movies. I think that's the big takeaway is hey, maybe less 30-year-old movies and uh, more playful banter. I, I agree with that a little bit, but I also feel like you should at least watch it once. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just to kind of see what happens. I mean, especially... With what I had to endure yesterday, (laughs) where I thought we were watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, but apparently we're watching Return of the Killer Tomatoes, and my God, was that a dumpster fire. Yeah. At one point, I turned around to Michelle, and I was like, I have no idea what to talk about. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm just going to keep quiet and twiddle my fucking thumbs for an hour and a half. Yeah, man. I remember watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes based on Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, the cartoon show. And that was a big mistake as a kid when you're like, what? Like I, you know how sometimes when you're a kid, you're like, oh, things are happening. I clearly don't understand it, but the story is moving. But it's still kind of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but then as an like, adult, when you're super fucking pissed off at everything and you overthink things and you're like, this wasted my time. <laughs> you're never getting back. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it was really bad. It would just cut back and forth between different characters. Made no sense. The best part of the film happened within the first 10 minutes i think where a helicopter spins out of control completely it, unplanned i thought so it's because yeah. <laughs> because it goes down fucking hard yeah and it doesn't look like they cut away at all no and like i feel like some people could have probably died they, yeah it's bad it's <laughs> a bad injury you know, that's, that's awesome the best part of the uh i guess trailer for the second one return of the killer tomatoes is that they just shit on the first one the entire yep, time. Absolutely. Like, the first one is so bad. How bad is it? Well, it's so bad we're redoing it. Yeah, they just and it's funny because they include a lot of the throwback of the original oh, yeah. kind of as like filler, which is really kind of a faux pas. It's I don't know. I I feel like it's smart. It's, well, they make fun of it. So you you get the best of both worlds that way. One, you get the practical element of being able to have it at a cheap price, and then two, by making fun of it, you admit, yeah, it's hacky, but it works. Agreed. So comparing, let's compare Brian (laughs) attack of the killer tomatoes versus return of the killer tomatoes. Okay. And then compare that to evil dead versus evil dead Two. Oh man. Okay. Well, which improves better. No contest, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, cause this is 
I, I'm a firm proponent that Evil Dead 1 is better than Evil Dead 2. And a lot of people want to argue with me, and they're wrong. Well, I mean, people should already know that uh, Jake's a lawyer. He does this for a living. So you will probably get proven wrong. I will argue with you about the basis of existence and convince you that you don't exist. And then you will cease to be. And this little poof will be heard by no one. And your significance will be nil. I'm just glad Jake hasn't gotten an argument with me over how I should become a vegan and stop drinking because I enjoy both of those things, eating meat and drinking beer. So he says beer in hand. (laughs) So on the topic of beers in hand, let's introduce our guest. No beers present because he is a straight edge doofus just like myself. Oh, get bent. (laughs) I'm outnumbered. My wife. My wife is not straight edge. So this is my first straight edge guest. This is the only other person who can feel my plight. His name is Robbie. Robbie, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Hello, mutant goons from beyond. Brian, did you realize that I was stealing that moment from you to give to him? No, that's cool, man. Yeah, whatever. He, he, mine's... He, he's just mad he's outnumbered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well. It's fucking youth crew. We're going to get our revenge. <laughs> You're just going to beat the shit out of me. And... <laughs> Project X, bitch. It's straight edge revenge. <laughs> Stop drinking so much, asshole. Boom. We're just, we're just going to follow everything with X's. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 so let me ask you this, Robbie. Have you ever beaten the fuck out of somebody for drinking? Because I have never done it. Because I imagine that when somebody gets sucker punched, their instinct is to have another beer, not not have another beer. <laughs> I, I I have not. I have I have never done anything of the sort. <laughs> I don't know. I just imagine you guys roll around with a bunch of hate breed going on in the background. Why would it be hate breed? Hate breed's not even straight edge. <laughs> I thought I thought Jamie Jasper was fucking straight edge. Yeah, but he's they're, thumbless. They're not. He's, th- <laughs> <laughs> he's thumbless. <laughs> <I'm> so mean. <laughs> Is he really? He doesn't have a thumb. Oh, no, he, that's he, awful. He, he, it's the Once one, you've it's, seen it, you can't unsee he, it. So he's not straight edge. He just doesn't have thumbs. That makes sense. <laughs> he can't I, I, twist off the top of the bottle, okay. the beer bottle. Uh, sorry about that. It, I, I mean, thought he I was. I mean, being from Connecticut, there's a lot of hate breed going around. Oh, that's true. dark and true. Ooh. <laughs> Tiki torches and polo shirts. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robbie, you had suggested that we do Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Why? because this movie is ridiculously (laughs) hilarious and ridiculously good i don't know i don't know about all this uh banter about it being a dumpster fire no 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 that was attack of the killer tomatoes which i watched unbeknownst of me not knowing that we were doing part two i thought it was part one so i got off work early Went home, opened a cold beer, and proceeded to watch Attack to Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which was fucking atrocious. <laughs> you mean you loved it? Oh, come on. It was <laughs> so bad. Like, within 20 minutes, I, I, I didn't know what to do. I honestly was shrugging, like, the entire movie. Like, looking around aimlessly, like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do here. And it's sad, because <laughs> you don't even get the anthropomorphic, like, faced tomatoes until... Is it the next one or is, is it, it the, they the, eat France? Where the is it France? I think it's, it's, France. it's France. It's France. Yeah. Oh, let's ask, let's ask the tomato expert. There we go. I think, <laughs> yeah, think would be the vegan the guy who's expert. always self-proclaimed vegan guy, but let's ask this guy. <laughs> How does it feel to be made fun of for your love of tomatoes? <laughs> oh, there's there's gonna be part of this where I'm just gonna rip into you later on. Hey, I have a, a cachet of armaments against you, fuck boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I can, I can only imagine this. Oh, this is going to be fun and terrible. 
Also, so we are still recording video for some reason, even though YouTube and Warner Brothers hates us flipping off Warner Brothers. Fuck you guys. Um, so if it looks like I'm talking to this box for Don't Get Stabbed, our friend's <laughs> Kickstarter game, it's because I've stashed my phone discreetly behind it. At least they won't slam us with a copyright. Seriously. I think they owe us something. They'll be like, hey, man, when you hit it big and you're Milton Bradley, why don't you send a couple bucks our way? Yeah, I mean, fuck, have you looked at their page? They've got they brought in a good amount. Yeah. I think it's like almost at 10 grand as yeah. far as their uh their kickstart. Fucking finders fee, am I right? I mean, we kind of nudged it along. Okay. At least. Pretty polite. <laughs> we broke into the YouTube game just for them. So that's true. <laughs> so the reason that we're having Robbie on is because we did a contest to have guests who are fans because we love our fans and we're surprised that we even have them. So yeah. we're entrapping them and all of their friends to listen to our bullshit little show. Yeah, we love the interaction. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I'm a fan too. Don't worry. So we have Skatey B, who also won. We'll be doing Pumpkinhead with her sometime in May. And then Blue underscore by underscore nature. And we're going to be doing Night of the Creeps in June. So this is going to be a fun three-month stint. If you hate it, let us know politely. If you love it, let us know. We'll do more in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something that uh, helps our fans interact with us a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I'm all for it. Whenever as long I, as uh, you're not a creep. Yeah, whenever I describe the show <laughs> to other people, I'm always like, it's kind of just like we're sitting there talking about movies and we just invite you to pull up a chair. And we've had multiple people like Joe Otero is like, I get so mad listening to your show because I want to chime in and I forget that I'm listening to a podcast. And yeah. that's like the pinnacle of compliment. Right. Yeah. It almost makes you wonder if we could even delve into like Twitch where we can do something like this and then have a screen off to the side where people can do the, the live chat. For those of you listening in the audio format, I'm pressing my breasts together because I know that's a good way to get Twitch followers, right? It's true. Oh, it's totally true. <laughs> Although we, I mean, we do still technically have breasts. I mean, mine are getting bigger by the day. <laughs> so by the day, to, to be bad. honest, and I think earlier we were talking about my black nipples. So maybe people could check out my black nipples. Yeah, so. I'm not going to let you explain that. We're moving on. <laughs> so let's get into some trivia for this movie. Did you know that on January 13th, 1990, the original film's operatic theme song was played aboard NASA's Columbia Space Shuttle as a wake-up morning call to the crew. Is that the one that exploded afterwards? No, that's a challenge. <laughs> I, how, how would it wake them up if it exploded? <laughs> well, I mean, I think, here's my theory. The song triggers the explosion. They wake up aflame as they're incinerated and die. Incinerate, incinerate. I thought it was something Incinter like, uh, narrated. you know, they're all hanging out in their, their fucking uh, dormitories before they go up into space, you know, before the launch. And they're like, all right, wake up, motherfuckers. We're going to play some Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And uh, it just puts them in a jovial mood. They go and, into their fucking um, countdown. Return, and, uh, return of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, God damn it. Well, no, it's <laughs> the, so the trivia was for the, uh, to be fair, the original Attack theme song. I have oh, to admit. thank you, Jake. I apologize. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Poland here. I'm I'm, I'm very divided. Good. It's just because I'm holding a beer. Right exactly. Now. I can feel the seething hate. Fucking sell out. <laughs> XXX for days. Across the, you're feeling the hate across the country. Yeah, That's it, man. From Connecticut to California. <laughs> yep. So uh, Scholastic published a book called Attack of the Killer Potatoes in 1997. Did they get sued? Nope. 
Warner Brothers didn't do shit to them, even though Warner <laughs> Brothers didn't make this fucking movie either. So fuck them and fuck everything. <laughs> I, yeah, this morning I was like, oh, it's cool. We got Jake. He's a lawyer. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, the fact is, I'm right. It's just they have an algorithm. So fuck them. But anyway, so in algorithm. years to come, when people go back and listen to this episode or they watch this episode, they're going to be like, why are they so upset with Warner Brothers? Because producer Chad, we've already established, is going to entirely re-edit re the last episode and do it again. Yay, producer Thank, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Producer Chad is Please, bad. please, Chad, take a bow in the background. Yeah. Take a bow. With no shirt on. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Put, put the shirt back on and then take a bow. So then, did you know that the film was inspired by a Japanese film from 1963 called Matango? which is about killer radioactive mushrooms that was distributed in the United States as Attack of the Mushroom People. That does not surprise me. It was made by Toho, who did Godzilla. The Japanese oh. are very, uh, <laughs> they have some very interesting ideas. Let's just put that Very way. interesting ideas. <laughs> it sounds like the premise of a Power Rangers episode. This is Super Sentai, right? Like, you're at Angel Grove High School. What's, Super, Vulcan Skull, what's Super Sentai? It's what Power Rangers is based oh. on. Oh, I did not so know that. We'll, we'll just make it Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to simplify for everybody. So you have Bulk and Skull, and they're like, we hate vegetables and we hate funguses. Don't try and correct me. We hate funguses, too. We're not going to eat our vegetables. Why is why is Mr. Mackey in this? Hey, you shut up, you guy. <laughs> well, I don't want to do the, the Bulk and okay. Skull voice. So then you have Kimberly, who's like, funguses and vegetables are important, you guys. Let's make everybody do this. And so as a joke, they put the funguses on the pizza fungus monster megazord chops them in half they die this is it writes itself you wouldn't watch this movie no it, it, it's been so long since i've watched power rangers so any voice no. you could have done would have made sense to me and it's called sentai hentai no it's sentai, yeah. <laughs> i was like that sounds an awful lot like hentai oh yeah it's that's sentai and one of them is called jew ranger which, <laughs> what? when you hear it you're like, okay wow uh moving on yep. <laughs> uh, the plot was uh, reused for Return of the Killer Tomatoes in the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes cartoon show. Here's the fucked up thing. Chad from the movie who fucks the brains at Atara is a child in the cartoon show. And what? Yep. You're like, I can't unthink the things that oh, you yeah, did man. to her. <laughs> they, they, oh, they, they, the they six told, milk bottles and yeah, the tuning dude, fork. They totally pulled like a Game of Thrones right there. Because watching Game of Thrones, the first season when you see like Khaleesi and you're like, oh, I'd hit that. And they're like, yeah, she was 14 in the book. And you're like, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Please, God, why? Underage incest. No. Yeah, because that, that's the worst thing to come out of Game of Thrones. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the cartoon show aired. From September 9th, 1990 until uh, November 23rd, 1991. Not a killer run for mm. the Killer Tomatoes. No, nah, it's it's got to be tough. Right? It's because it had sucks. A, had a killer toy line, though. It did. That is true. This is also around the same time that the Toxic Crusaders uh, were a thing, and they had their action figure line, which is awesome. I feel like um, once upon a time... Especially with cartoons, you can have like a toy line go specifically through like McDonald's or uh. Burger King or something and just be like fucking killing it. Right. Because everybody wants a Happy Meal mm -hmm. and you have like your free like publicity. Yeah. So. And what I love is so like the 50s, 60s, you're dealing with radioactive stuff. And then the 80s is all like radioactive waste, which is kind of a cool way of like ringing in a new generation of like how we're dealing with the old generation's bullshit. Also, I think a lot of it has to do with the success of a um 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So to see this movie come back with such a long gap between the first one, it's kind of like the same thing of like, let's fix this old shit. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Future U.S. Congressman Gary Condit had an uncredited and unspoken role in the film. Rick Rockwell played Jim Richardson slash tomato dealer. He would later appear on the TV show <laughs> Who Wants to Marry a Multimillionaire? That's interesting. So was he he was one of the shady guys in the uh in the, boopity boopity boopity, that guy, yeah. <laughs> in the restaurant or not not a restaurant, the grocery. Holy shit. Right, the grocery I just realized store. Carlos Condit's dad is a congressman. I wonder if this is Carlos Condit's no. dad. See, because I was thinking like how many people have a last name Condit? And then I'm like, Carlos Condit is a really like established fighter that people would probably know of. So this is going to be really crazy if he's uh, somehow related. Okay, so busy yourselves talking about Killer Tomatoes in space while I Google. Go ahead. Well, okay, so did it come out in theaters? Uh, uh believe so? This movie? Or yeah. the this, in space? Because in space was planned but never came out. Return of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, it had George Clooney. You can imagine that it probably had some sort of uh, fanfare, right? Yeah, he, oh. uh, it, they he had, wasn't... I don't fun. think he was a huge actor at this point. No, he wasn't at oh, all. Oh, George Clooney is always a huge actor, regardless of how old he is. But they the movie grossed $5 million, which is pretty much nothing. But I'm not finding anything about Gary. Clooney. I wonder how much... Did you find out, Jake, how much it costs to make the films? I didn't. I couldn't find that information like, confidently. Anyway. I feel like they spent majority of the money, at least on the original, on the helicopter fucking crashing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, the well, well, there goes all of our fucking budget. We have to pay for this helicopter and probably the untimely death of the uh, <laughs> the operator. <Pilot>. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. when I saw that go down, Jesus Christ, I looked at uh, I looked at Michelle and I was like, I don't think that was planned <laughs> because it went down really hard and there were things flying and I'm like, somebody's going to die. So. I I mean obviously nothing came up in the as far as notes that somebody died but that's got to be a fucking I don't know maybe it's just me but I feel like when you watch helicopters go down in movies there's always blades that go flying everywhere yeah and people just get like destroyed oh yeah but maybe not yeah 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 I'm surprised there weren't more deaths involved in that than <laughs> anything else yeah, so my one minute of research revealed no link between Gary Condit and Carlos Condit, but Gary Condit did have a sex scandal, and he had a son named Chad. <laughs> Producer Chad raises his fists in glory, and we move on. I saw a bunch of people online try and say that Tim Burton's use of yodeling country music in Mars Attacks was a, an, a homage to this film. No. 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 I don't see it at all. No. Pass. Okay, so did you guys mention the Killer Tomatoes in Space? I think that would have been great. I would have loved to see it. But I also loved Leprechaun in space. And I, I would watch pretty much anything in space. Agreed. Yeah. I uh, feel like I feel I feel like space just adds that extra layer of fucking sweetness to a film that's just dog shit. And you're like, huh, well, it's in space. So let's check it out. Robbie, you don't, don't seem know. to agree. I, I, I don't know. I, I might pass on, on tomatoes in space. I mean, I mean, I. I, I get I get the other movies in space, but tomatoes, come on. But what about Airbud in space? Did you say Airbud? Yes. Yes I did. Like like the basketball playing dog. Yes. Yes I did. <laughs> Let's see him slam I mean, dunks in zero G. <laughs> oh the, I mean Right? Just, you just would want to watch it. it. You would want to watch it. Exactly. I mean Airbud's like, eh, whatever. He plays basketball, he's a dog. But in space In space. <laughs> so here's my pitch. Go on. You ready? It's in space, 
But it's not the, the tomatoes that are aliens. You find out that they're the original inhabitants of Earth, and we're the aliens who millions of years ago as cave people invaded, and it's them getting their own planet back, so we're the villains. Mm. Mm. You Still don't want to see it. it. <laughs> and it's directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. <laughs> Well, that movie After Earth that he did, which is more like <laughs> After Birth, am I right? You're gonna make a shitty movie. Don't make the joke so obvious. M Night, <laughs> M Night uh, Shulman. Rob, you got any any other trivia or anything before we get into statistics? I I don't I don't think I do, except for the fact that I just we were talking about the theme before. Attack uh, of the Killer Tomatoes. This is Jake's singing did, part for this. So. Did 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 anyone else notice that when they're playing the horn part it's really just someone going like oh yeah yes yeah absolutely <laughs> which makes it so much better because at but first i thought it was a totally kazoo better. yeah well, you I mean, know I, I feel like i was telling jake earlier i feel like if anything it would be like an aquabat song like of now right either an aquabats or like the vandals those are the two bands that come to mind who would sing that song i i, I would go with like guar Oh, that good call. works surprisingly well too. And that would be super heavy. Yeah, I like it. I can pick that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the singer's main head singer's name? The Dave Rocky. Dave Rocky? Rest or, in or peace. Odor- oh, Dave Rocky or Odorous Shirungus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much you can't more. tell that they're my favorite band or anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is it Odorous or Dave Rocky or? Uh, um... <laughs> would you like his home phone number and social security number? <laughs> I, 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 might, I might have it. <laughs> Dude has literally showed me his VHS collection of Guar. Like he he's like blood yeah, in, man. blood out. Which is the second time in a week I get to make a, a gang reference. I'm so smart. There you go. You have you been? Have you, you been? You, Jake? Pl- you planned that whole thing. He told me show? to say that so you could no. say it. I oh. totally wish I'd been to a Guar. Oh man. Gwar. I also feel like I would hurt people. So that's a big. You know problem. what? I was uh, the one and only time I went to a Guar show. I was wearing, stupid enough to wear white tennies and a white <laughs> t-shirt. And uh, by the end of the you're, night, you're supposed to do that. But well, it was a nice white T-shirt and nice uh, tennies. It was a plain white tee. Shut up! Did you say? Just, just shut the fuck up! <laughs> just how are we talking about Gwar? And then you just throw that out hey there. there Jesus! They're making a TV show about Hey There, Delilah. Did okay. you know this? Let's go back to Gwar. Wait, 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 Let's wait, go back to Gwar. Just based off of a song? Yes, it's awful. I have read this multiple times in multiple sources. <laughs> Brian, keep going. This is America. Okay. Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically at the end of the night, I have a piss stain on the left side of me. I have a brown shit stain on the other side of me. And then a bunch of, well, cum just kind of blends in with the white t-shirt. So you couldn't really see that. I had a little bit of blood splatter here and there. They had big giant dicks on stage and they're shooting at all kinds of different colored fluids at people. That's awesome. Yeah, they had a T-Rex on stage and people got eaten. It was fucking sweet. Sick. Uh, his name is Gorgor. Oh man! <laughs> First off, bitch. <laughs> First off, listen here. Let me explain to you what Guar is. Right? They had a pig on stage, and he was like a Nazi pig, and then he got skewered, and they were roasting him. That's it not was, kosher. It was super fucking weird. And then they had a Nazi pope come out on stage, pope. and then they decapitated his head. Okay, so was it the pope or was it Nazi pope? <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh Jesus! Okay, moving on. Hey, hey, they had Jesus on there too. <laughs> uh, statistics for the week. In terms of finding the budget, I couldn't find anything I thought was an accurate source, but we'll get into some of the stuff about that later. The gross five million dollars. 
I'll put my pinky in my mouth and act like I'm Dr. Evil. The competition on the weekend of April 22nd, 1988. Casual sex and the unholy. Casual sex won. Well, it no, had to have won. Let me just put, let, let's just, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the plot of both of them. I'm going to tell you no, the I plot don't need of to know the combined. I don't need to know the plot of casual sex. The name tells you what it is. Okay. So it's, it, sure? it's a Roman Catholic <laughs> priest who is literally afraid of contracting AIDS. So goes to a club to find a altar boy who's demonic. Oh, no. Force. Oh, That's no. That's if you put them both together. Now I'll leave it to you to take them <laughs> apart because that just blew my mind. Okay, I thought that was all one movie for a second. No, no, no. I yeah, it was like, ooh, that's a hard pass. How would that? How would that be one movie? <laughs> Just Dude, imagine if you casual seen... sex. I mean, who knows? I mean, that leaves the door wide open. Yeah, if you've seen Blood Diner, you could see how that could all be one movie. <laughs> uh, the week before this movie came out, for you super horror fans, Brain Damage came out, directed by the guy who did Basket Case. Not bad. Not bad. Runtime: ninety-eight minutes. Robbie, I'll leave this one to you. Was it easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl? <laughs> That's our way of asking if it's been on time. If it was a, a, a short watch or if you felt like it's slogged. <laughs> the, I don't know. The, the movie, to me, I think it's well-paced. I, I just love 80s movies like this. So... To me, watching this whole thing was very easy. Yeah, I it, I agree with you. I think <laughs> I always refer to the phrase copious amounts of cocaine because I feel like everybody in the 80s were doing it. So oh, look at this movie. They were totally all doing cocaine, even Clooney. <laughs> That's why his eye was oh, twitching all the time. Especially Clooney. Yeah, we were talking about how his eye was switching like throughout the film. And I was like, is that part of the film or is he doing too much cocaine? No, he no, totally so much cocaine. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, like, it, it definitely uh, flowed throughout. What do you think, Jake? I agree. Now, let me ask you both this. Do you think you need to have watched Attack of the Killer Tomatoes to watch this one? I wish I wouldn't no. have. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> I definitely agree with you guys. And this is me crowing, crowbarring in my, my catchphrase, my unofficial catchphrase. So what you guys are saying is that you could go and raw dog this movie <laughs> with no preparation, right? <laughs> Take really that, Warner that, Brothers. Really trying to make that happen. We got, I, we I'm got to get raw dog shirts. It's going to happen. <laughs> we the got next fucking stickers. are going to be raw dog. <laughs> we got to throw in the audio. Raw dog. Dude, raw dog. I'm going to make stickers that are just a QR code and people can be like, oh, what's this? I'm going to raw dog. <laughs> uh, they're going to hate us. Oh, they already do. Yeah. But uh, you know what? As a punishment, I feel like. I need to force you to watch the original Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I've watched it before. Uh, yeah, I swear. Pinky swear. Scout's honor. Don't make me watch it again. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I, no, I only, you, the you, only you, reason you, I thought you we were going to watch it again. We, I thought we were going to do it so we could talk shit about it. This one is actually entertaining, so I'm, I'm fine either way. Yeah, you know, I was, I was telling Jake earlier. Fortunately, from watching how bad, sorry, Robbie, how bad the first film is, it made me appreciate the second that much more. So, oh, you're not offending me at all. It's like saying Troll 2 or, you know, Troll 1. You haven't watched that. And you watch Troll 2 and you're like, wow, Troll 2 is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and and to be fair, what, 10 years apart? Yeah. So, yeah. Here's the fun fact about Jake's life that nobody asked for. So I one summer spent with my grandparents. In that summer, I watched two films that I can recall specifically on HBO. One was Troll 2, 
One was Giver, which is the bio suit Giver that has Mark Hamill in it. I returned to Southern California. I did not know the name of Troll 2, but I did know the name of Giver. I go to Warehouse Music. I say, hey, guy, I want the Giver. It's a great movie. I think it's beautiful. I want to own it. And he's like, you, I think you mean Matt Giver. And I'm like, I think I mean the Giver. And he says, I think you mean Matt Giver. And that's where my contempt for authority grew exponentially. Now, same trip to Warehouse Music. I didn't know the name of Troll 2. I knew that it involved goblins and a kid pissing on a bunch of food. <laughs> I mentioned this to the guy who works there, and I think he thought I was schizophrenic. Yeah, I, I can believe that. hospitality. I believe that. Yeah, it's funny because nowadays people are going to be like, the fuck's warehouse music or warehouse video? The fuck's blockbuster? <laughs> what? what? The fuck's VHS? At least there is one blockbuster still in existence. I don't think there's a single warehouse video anymore. Is there one blockbuster? Yeah, it's the yeah, last there's one. There's one blockbuster. Jesus. It's still like a whole thing. And there's like, a, I think a brewery makes a beer based has it be on it. Has it become like a national treasure? Yeah. People like yeah, still actively yeah. go there and stuff. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, I like it. They, they still rent movies. It's kitschy. <laughs> Directed by John DeBello. Did you notice that he did anything else? Nope. Because he didn't. His whole career is Killer Tomatoes. Amazing, isn't it? That you could make an entire career out of a student film? Yeah. I yeah. mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you be proud of it? Even as a vegan, I couldn't be proud of it. I can't endorse that <laughs> as a life decision. <laughs> I would love to be this kid's uh, high school guidance counselor who's like, now, of all the career paths, of all the vegetables, you picked killer tomatoes. And he's like, very confidently, yes. That is my final answer. <laughs> what do you do with that? Right? I don't know. So with the original, did they mention that the tomato is a fruit? I want to say in the, the attack of the killer tomatoes. Don't, isn't it, Rob, r- remind me if I'm correct. They're in the tiny boardroom. And one of the, I believe it's a Japanese scientist who has like. <laughs> Why does he have to be Japanese? He couldn't just I don't be a scientist. know. It's a Japanese scientist. <laughs> and he has, and they dub over his voice and he has like the most white voice ever because I don't know why it makes no sense, but he's like, oh, well. Why'd it have to be a white voice? Okay, so it's um <laughs> the fucking lead singer from uh, Kill Switch Engage, the old singer from Kill Switch Engage, which Leech. I thought had sounded like a white guy, but apparently it's a big black dude. Oh, Howard Jones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Howard's yeah. dope as fuck, man. Yeah, that dude's also white from, on the inside. Also though. from Connecticut. Also from, <laughs> Connecticut. also from Connecticut. Also straight edge, <laughs> so that's fun. And then oh, in, see, in see. this in this film, they talk they they always call it a vegetable. Well, yeah, according to the FDA, pizza is a vegetable, so. <laughs> whatever wait pizza's not a vegetable <laughs> yeah i guess i mean I, I, that's the way i always structured my food pyramid as well and it shows your, ve- your vegan food pyramid yeah because my titties are growing day by day as we've after mentioned <laughs> moving on written by stefan not steven i refuse to say steven if it's spelled the ph stefan andrich john DeBello, constantine dylan j stevens stefan peace sorry dang it i just broke my own rule Anyway, this is all these fuckers ever did was killer tomato movies. This is like the brat pack of the vegetable aisle at the supermarket. What if like after uh, the end of the killer tomatoes series, they're like, all right, guys, we finished them. Now we have to kill each other (laughs) or we have to kill ourselves. All right. It's part of the pack. They would do like seppuku and they sit down and they very stoically disembowel themselves. What it's like when a when a set when a samurai uh yeah dude yeah man a samurai yeah samurai, disembowels right? themselves or a ronin which yeah 
Ro- yeah, Ro- yeah, when they, uh, what, dishonor uh, their family, they have to just stab themselves through the stomach. Hell Fucking yeah, dog. super dark. Like, goes from, like, one side of the gut all the way to the other. And, then, and they can only do it by themselves. Well, they can get beheaded if they do it on good terms. Like, if they do it with honor, they can end the suffering. But if you do it as, like, a coward, they just let you bleed to death, which is so fucking yeah, gnarly. I don't know. Jeez. I always I always feel like if I were to kneel and lower my head, I'm praying to God they have a sharp blade. I'm like, when was the last time you sharpened that? Wait, you have a Baphomet shirt on right now, and you just talked about praying to God. So loud. Well, it is. It is not a Baphomet. Oh, is it the Aries thing? So it is an Aries uh, Ram skull. So back the fuck up, motherfucker. (laughs) Just astrologize my ass. Yeah, that's right. Uh, If you saw me in my board shorts, I have a nice tattoo of it on the back of my thigh. Maybe if you're lucky. I've seen it. I synced it. It's true. I hate. I haven't seen it. You. You will. We're gonna have a beach party one day. You're gonna be invited. We're uh, short shorts only. Can we make that a rule for Slash yeah, Podcast? Yeah. You know what's funny it's is gotta, gotta be Bermuda shorts. Yeah. I forget what podcast I saw it on. I was scrolling through. You know, during break at work, doing what I do, not really contributing on Instagram, just scrolling through shit and uh... marking messages <laughs> as red, and then scrolling on. Oh no! But you're, you're nice enough to like their stuff. <laughs> They'll be having a conversation with me, and I'll be like, oh, three days later, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, here's your response, and people are like, ugh. Yeah. So, anyways, they have a, what is the, like, sexy photo shoot that people, boudoir, 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 there you go. So, uh, somebody did a sexy photo shoot for, like, their fans, and they had a calendar. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really kind of neat. We could do it. But I don't know. It's kind of played out, right? No. Somebody else did it. Fuck them. Fuck them. We're doing it. <laughs> All right. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Segment. Nicknames. Nicknames. Everybody loves. Unilaterally loves because all it is is us talking I shit like, like cowards and we never have to come up We have anyone. to come up with a better uh, segment What's name. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Chad almost <laughs> took my head off with a fucking grapefruit soda drink. All right. Now this is thoroughly shaken, we can assume, right? Let's see. I'm going to do it. A Stone Cold Steve Austin right now, if it pops. If it doesn't pop, I'm not worried about it. Give me a hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, at least it's going to be delicious. Just keep going, Brian. I thought, I thought you were going to do a Stone Cold Steve Austin and smash them together. Well, I only have one. And so I thought that it was going to fizz. Because I could have held up the, the beer with our powers combined. Ugh. Yeah, that's right. The bubbles, they tingle my nose. So I was thinking <clears throat> with the nicknames, like, I feel like we have catchy thing for every segment we're like slay by play statistics and this is nicknames so <laughs> we tried to come up with one i don't know we it gotta find work. we gotta find something man i don't know not putting you on the spot or anything because yeah. you have all the right, fucking right catchy the things i came up with all the other ones and you're like this is the one you didn't do it's about time we catch up on it yeah well anyways nicknames what we call it prick names as in Prick names who call their friends out in the middle of the show. <laughs> at least, at least once per episode. I got, I got to keep it, uh, you know, keep it going. So, nicknames. What are we gonna start with? George Chad Clooney. Chad Finlay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Chad. You know, it's it's surprising that George Clooney isn't the main character. Yeah. Right. But well, it's, it's kind of like with Jennifer Aniston, where in all the supplemental advertising material that came out, they really boost up their involvement. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So anyway, Robbie, do you got anything for Chad, who's played by Anthony Starkey? 
I was thinking uh, more like a poor man's Marty McFly. Oh, I dig that. That's actually really good. Yeah, I can see that, especially with that hairdo. But I don't think I can say it without going, Marty. So I'm going to try and do that. And if I don't, remind me to. <laughs> and that's just going to remind me of Rick and Morty. Marty. 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 Have you watched Doc and Marty? The it is so fucking crazy. <laughs> it is fucked. It is fucking crazy. And then House of Cosby's fucked. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you sent me both of those YouTube videos. You're welcome. I'm king of forwards. So we move on to Matt Stevens, George Clooney. So here are my three for consideration. Ocean's Eleven, From Dust Till Dawn, Bat Nipples. Oh, Bat oh, Nipples. You will bat recall. Nipples. Bat Nipples wins. There we go. Absolutely. He also, I think, wore a cock piece. Cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's... Well, you're right. It was a cock piece. It was a cock piece. Yeah. So then Extra we'll bulgy on. in that Batman suit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. I, I, I still say Bat Nipples. Bat Nipples. So we got Tara Baumbiel. Uh, this was played by Karen M. Waldron, who went under the name Karen Mistal. Did she do anything else? I think it must have been porn if she's changing her name. She, <laughs> she did one. She did one other film, as far as I remember. And did she take off her top? <laughs> oh, probably. It was like Confederate Women of the Amazon or something like that. What the, the fuck? Why aren't we watching this? Shit. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> At least we get to like see that. Tara Topless. So I really wish, like, we all agree that by genome or whatever, a tomato is a fruit, right? Wait, put, it's a fruit? You put fruits in pies, right? I would really love for her to be like American Pie because the idea <laughs> of a nerdy guy <laughs> fucking her is just hilarious. And it's Jason Biggs sticking his dick in a pie. That's a bit tenuous. So you guys need to do this one. Her nickname. We, we need to do her nickname because... <laughs> I got nothing. Ryan man. looks just call, upset tomato, with me. just call it tomato pie. Just call it tomato, tomato pie. Tomato pie. Ooh. <laughs> She's my tomato pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like once upon a time I told people as soon as Jake starts singing, take a shot. He's <laughs> gonna get alcohol poisoning. We need to do a disclaimer to the show. If you have to have a liver transplant because of my singing in this drinking game, you can get fucked. Sweet chariot. That was uh, that was another one of your catchphrases. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. I, I, that's the other thing. I need, I need to bring back you can fuck right off. That was my catchphrase for like the first four years. You can of my, fuck like, the right off. Fuck right off. <laughs> Okay, Igor, played by Steve Lundquist, who I believe in the cartoon version, Igor is voiced by the guy who did Michelangelo. I think I didn't do the IMDb research, but fuck it. You gonna challenge me? <laughs> Who's gonna challenge me? You gonna challenge me on my TMNT knowledge? You gonna challenge me? I'm a lawyer, bitch. <laughs> also, TMNT is my oldest and deepest obsession. You will not challenge me. Your oldest and deepest obsession, dude. Yeah, did, I can get yeah. Really dark he about he said it. deep, deep, deep. <laughs> Elbow deep in Michelangelo. <laughs> My first pet was a snapping turtle named Raphael. And I had to let him go because he kept biting me. But I still loved him because that's how much I love Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so what do you got, fuckers? Anchorman? Yeah. Think, yeah. What's, what's, what's the name of what's the name of uh, Will Ferrell's character in Anchorman? Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Let's just call him Ron Burgundy. Let's call him Arby. Arby. <laughs> 
RB and then don't get confused with uh was it FT? FT, yeah. Oh, FT. <laughs> uh, FT. Pro- Professor Gangrene, it's pretty obvious, played by John Aston. It's just Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, it has Gomez. to be Gomez. Absolutely. Did you know that he returned for the TV show? He did the voice yeah, of Yeah, he was the voice of Dr. Gangrene. Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool. And then also, uh, director DeBello specifically told him, don't watch the original. And this guy actually came back for the next two sequels as well. So, I mean, this guy got deep in the franchise, and I think it's only because he didn't see how bad the first one was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we're following a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't watch the original. You'll be fine. <laughs> Wilbur Finletter by J. Stephen Peace. Take off the fucking parachute. Jesus. I know, right? Right. <laughs> Can we call him MC Hammer? Parachute? Parachute pants. Parachute. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we call him MC. MC. Well, no, we're having too many uh, uh, letters. Yeah, though. two letters. Yeah, yeah, we got. We'll just call him, just call him Hammer. Hammer time. Hammer time. Hammer time. I, I like it. it. Uh, I like re- it. I love it. I, I want, want some more, more of it. it. <laughs> <laughs> he was replaced by Tom Bray in the TV show. Do you know why that's significant? Because this fucking asshole spells Tom T H O M. Ew. Who does that? Ew. Official stance of Slasher's Pod. Ew. Ew. Moving on. Rob, I think it's time that you do the recapitation, my friend, since you know this movie inside and out. Oh, don't don't make me do that. Uh, throwing make, it, throwing don't make it. me do that. <laughs> well, so recapitation, right? It's just basically a quick recap. It's not like the slay by play where you're going, you know, into full detail. It's just like a little bit of tidbit, you know, kind of like uh, what you would hear when they have it on like a commercial. All right, Brian, I think we need to do a slow clap to get this guy into gear. Uh, oh, oh boy, okay. Okay, so so you got Dr. Gangrene. He uh he basically fails in the first movie. So he uh tries a new way of making up Killer Tomato Man with a different song that's not Puberty Love. Um I don't know. I can't do this, man. Uh, it's good, man. It's good. It's totally fine. Uh I totally fucked up probably uh way more than that in our first actually the Episode zero fucking event horizon. Oh, that was my oh. brain basically exploded when Jake's like, all right, Brian, take over. And I'm like, the mm, uh. like, like, you know what you want to say, but you're just like tripping over yourself. Yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's really hard. I'm not saying our job's hard, but yeah, this is super easy. Uh, we've also got a plenty of practice. Yeah, yeah, and and always striving to get better. But we're also always <laughs> talking like this to each other too. I don't feel like we turn off anymore. It's no, just no, like, it, it's it, it's it's not something where we're trying to portray a certain character. This is just us, Brian. Dude, Weird. I, I make it more than this is. I, I have not prompted Brian, Chad. You're a witness because you were at the same party. Did I make it longer than a minute without referencing either a the show? or be a horror movie at my daughter's one-year-old birthday party on Saturday. <laughs> but you know what? I saw a vein <laughs> popping out of the corner of your forehead because you were stren- you're, you're trying so fucking hard. Because yeah, that's me. I'm the horror guy. Yeah. So. I mean, it, I feel like some of these memes that you make, they just scream you Yeah. to the point where I'm like, yeah, if anybody doesn't know, this is Jake. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's so interesting is like I think people like are like they you know assume like well, they have a really deep great friendship with me and I'm like you know you have to give me something about yourself too like I don't know who you are but you're getting a piece of my soul like each of these memes is a horcrux and my part of my soul is going out there. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I see what we did we branched over there I like oh, it I, I you branched over in Lord of the Rings right uh-huh. no 
Whoa. <laughs> You're a <laughs> Jedi, Harry. Make it so. <laughs> oh, I love shit. memes where people get nerd obsessions wrong. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, but majority of the time, they do it on purpose, and the trolls come out fucking hard. So good. So good. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me is the fact that you combined uh, Star Wars with Star Trek and, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that with you. Oh man, are we gonna dig that up? Oh, you're gonna get phased, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> I'll just set... we'll stop the phase with our Jedi powers. Set my shit to st- wait your Jedi powers. So that means that you b- appreciate Kylo Ren, who's able to stop laser beams with his brain, right? Ex- exactly. Have you ever punched yourself in the side while throwing a temper tantrum, losing to a girl? <laughs> the people want answers. I actually really like that character. I think he's like the only really interesting one of the new series. Agreed. Kylo Ren? Yeah, dude. I feel like he's really he's, relatable. He's, he's What about Captain Phasma? <laughs> Captain Phasma's the Boba Fett of this series. I look really cool. I'm fucking useless. <laughs> she is so <laughs> fucking useless. And then the <laughs> next movie, when she comes back, and you're like, you're worse now. How did you get less capable? Feminist what, revolt. What if, what if she comes? What if she comes back and her her legs are like Darth Maul's and they're spider legs? Oh, from Clone Wars. I like that. I can get down with that. I actually really <laughs> like Clone Wars. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen it. It's good. There's some cool shit in it. You like it Darth like, Maul and Darth. Um... Is it on Netflix? Yeah, Hulu? it is. Netflix? It's on Netflix. I'll have to binge watch it. It's legit. And it and it is canon. It is. That is correct. And then so is Rebels, which comes after it, which has some cool shit. How many? How many seasons? It's leaving Netflix soon. Oh, Lord's that means I Chad. really have to fucking binge it. Yeah, just watch yeah. it. How many the... seasons are there? I think like four or five. Oh, that's four. fucking nothing when it comes to binging episodes. So well, especially they're twenty good. minutes each. Like they're okay. really and, good. It's, and especially because it's way better than any Star Trek. Like, oh damn, uh, he's serious. fucking throwing shade, and he's also wrong. Moving into <laughs> play by play. Oh, uh, Rob, I think we're losing you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going through a tunnel. Uh, uh. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and uh, skip the... Oh, we're literally 47 minutes into this, so we should kick it in Fucking move it along, huh? <laughs> Jesus. All well, right. Luckily, there's, like we said, no plot to this movie, so That's we can true. just end we can it just whenever we want. jump right in. I really like how the movie starts out with where it's like a movie within a movie. Love it. Right? Where it's like this like sideshow episode, like a game show, right? Well, I'm like not a, sure. A, if, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure what it's called. Did did they have a name for the show? I don't know. It's it's not relevant. But they they talk about like what the word of the day the is. Secret word. They're like, and you dog. get you'll get entered into the jackpot. What is the jackpot? And it's like nine twenty two. Nine dollars. Yeah, nine dollars twenty two cents. <laughs> See, and you know what? That right there is very reminiscent of Blood Diner. Yeah, dude. Right. So, Rob, did you have a chance to check out Blood Diner? I have not. Oh God. So much for super fan. Rob, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> oh, so much for super it's fan. It's so good, man. You have to do yourself you gotta, a service and watch it. But also, so I was watching this with my wife and her cousin, who's one of my best friends. At, you know, sorry, Brian. You know, wow. Infringing okay. on your wow. territory. Wow. Is, 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 this, is this some news coming out on yeah, the I mean, episode? Yeah. I said like one li- of, Live on the, one on, of, on the recording, one huh? Of, but we both really love Kung Pao Enter the Fist. And there is a lot of that style of humor in this movie. Where it kind of pokes fun at itself. Yeah, they're just like shit that's so silly. Like the the board where it's showing how much money there is. There's like nine blank figures of like zero, zero, zero. Yeah, zero. yeah. Like that buildup is so 
Like you don't see that kind of shit in modern. Like you wouldn't see that in a Will Ferrell movie nowadays. Right. Yeah. You almost no. you almost think to yourself, okay, uh, as the writers, we are going to have a dartboard. We're gonna have a bunch of ideas. We're all gonna blindfold each other and throw fucking aimlessly and see what happens. But I mean, they're all really well written ideas. So it's not just like a bunch of random bullshit. So they it all strings along somewhat, and it's it's pretty clever. But yeah, that's that's what I think. And then it cuts to Bikini Beach, babes. Rob, why don't you take that over? That's your favorite thing, right? Dude, I was excited about that. <laughs> Boy, the big breasted girls. <laughs> exactly. Go to the beach. Yeah, man. I was like, this Who is really sing? this is cool. Like, I'm in. I'm in. All right. And then all of a sudden, like the tops started coming off and getting thrown on the ground. And I was Side like, boom. wow, I am super in. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh Michelle from upstairs is like, the fuck are you watching? I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. Go to bed. Ignore this sound. <laughs> That's that song, it just makes the whole thing. Is yeah, that your ringtone, Rob? Uh it is for when you call me now. Ooh, hey girl, hey. <laughs> then we cut to the Gremlins 2 style basement in the laboratory of like what's the best worst matte painted house I've ever seen, even though they actually had a house. Like that is a different level of buffoonery, which I love. Yeah, agreed. So what's going on? Coming out of the chimney. Somebody tell me what goes my Adams does. I had to burp I'm like, oh pause. shit, oh shit. Is this Rob? Is this Brian? I don't know. Wait. Wait, what? What? What was the question? So it goes to That's Gomez Adams in, in Gomez Adams in the uh, laboratory. I like how we're going with laboratory. So it's like Dexter. My stupid Mister <laughs> <laughs> So it, it goes to uh, Gomez in the laboratory, and he's hanging out with uh, fuck. I forget nickname for Tara. Uh, he says, "Hey, bitch, put on uh, earmuffs." Pie. She's my tomato pie. <laughs> She's my tomato pie. So he's like, "Put on your earmuffs." She's like, all right, cool. And he's like, hand me a quarter. <laughs> she, <laughs> she just stares at him so like blankly, like, uh, what? You know, uh-huh. oh, that that you know, something like that. Again, it just it reiterates uh how schlappy this oh, yeah. movie is, right? And then, like he's a scientist, <laughs> but he so he hasn't figured out how to like jerry rig his jukebox so where he doesn't have to put a quarter in every time. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like why would you need a quarter every time if you're using music as part of this? Yeah, as somebody that never has loose change on them ever, like none of my experiments would work. <laughs> so he then drops the tomato into acid. Uh don't forget that. And then is it acids? It, Radioactive it's toxic, it's waste. To, no, it's toxic, it's toxic waste. Well, whatever. It's green. You don't know. You guys are jumping ahead <laughs> is what you're doing. You're derailing the show, okay? At this point, the best information we have available is that it's acid. If it was acid, it would. It, the tomato wouldn't exist anymore. And that's how you give your fan who's guest hosting an aneurysm. You hear this? This hostility here? <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> so then we go into the establishing world and find out that... Uh, oh, we no, Sorry. We get Rambo tomato. Rambo tomato. Absolutely. <laughs> so good. This dude's boobs are like Brock Lesnar boobs. His peck is like the size of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Brock Lesnar or the, or the Rambo dude? The Rambo dude. The Rambo dude. Right? So <laughs> if you take the Slashers logo, Both. which you can see here on these stickers that you can get for free if you send a shipping address, <laughs> it's like the guy's one boob is Brian and the other boob is me. Boom. Oh. Bringing it around to merchandising. Yep. It's being on brand. How about that, Warner Brothers? I'll teach you a thing. Uh, moving on, we go to the town and find out that the, they've outlawed tomatoes since the Great Tomato War. Right. They outlawed tomatoes, and 
you get all of this information and it's almost like the uh, scrolling text. Yeah. But it's like through like news report, which is really cool. I thought right? it was really good at getting yeah, up it, speed. Yeah, it's not something where it's clearly like the main character just like throwing this like stated fact out there. Yeah. So I, I really like that. And it's funny how they were kind of switching back and forth between channels. With they, the yacht, the full contact yacht racing, which is awesome. Yeah, they're showing the yachts and they're showing the cannon. Oh, dude, that's so good. Ships. That's so good. They're it. like, they're like, yeah, fuck everybody else. America. <laughs> <laughs> Works. Can't see until the smoke clears. So you established that uh, not, or uh, what, what were we calling Marty is going to do a delivery on a Vespa, and we go right back to the same house we were just at. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you can only afford three sets in a movie. <laughs> I, I, what did, do you guys recall what she ordered? Uh, Some, it was something with boysenberry sauce. Yep. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you know, no tomato sauce. You catch that very quickly. In the film, I think one of them. I think, it was, like, I think it was like gummy bears. Yeah, and, gummy bears, and like you see somebody eating anchovies and fucking peanut butters. Disgusting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you see Chad right go up to the house. Tara opens the door, and she totally acts like a robot. Like I thought she was a robot. I'm like, oh, she's like some like fucking robot sex slave. Yeah, but she's a tomato sex slave, which is awesome. <laughs> because I think she's I'm, biodegradable. I mean, she's called tomato pie, so. <laughs> Go ahead, sing it. Nope. Come on, nope, Brian. Nope. Don't puss out. We made him do the. No, 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 dog. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. No. <laughs> I, 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 I sang once, and it was for American Werewolf in London. You also did Gwen Stefani, so step no, up. No, but hey, you know what? <laughs> I didn't know I was being recorded, to be fair. Okay. So, so these, you can sing twice then. No. The lights no, no. here are all for show. <laughs> no good. not gonna happen okay i need a couple more beers so there there's the rumors that gangrene was involved in the great tomato uprising blah 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 they talk about the song puberty love being the great thing that overthrew <laughs> the tomatoes yeah which made absolutely no sense in the first film no and then did you love i love this that gomez adams is wearing his fucking gomez suit with the pinch yeah suit. i totally noticed that so good yep that's really good. He didn't sword it's, fight anybody. Though. I feel like, like every other part of the film, he's in his sweet like lab coat. Yeah, and then that essentially just... gets branded with Pepsi, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the all all the uh, what sponsors later on. Yeah. Yeah, it it totally reminds me of like where Wayne's World got it. Oh yeah. You can imagine they they totally ripped it off, right? I, oh, they totally ripped it off. Which one comes first, though? Oh, dude, this comes before it. It has to. Wayne's, Wayne's World came out like the nineteen ninety. Is it both? Because I knew that Wayne's World 2 was the 90s, but I thought that Wayne's World 1 was the tail end of the 80s. I, I guess No, I'm... no. Wayne's World Wayne's World 1 was 1991. Dude, Garth in his full fucking Reebok Actually, gear. Actually, it's 1992, so, so I was even more wrong. Rob. <laughs> hey, I'm going to hey, make you friend, feel even worse for making me feel like I was so much more wrong. Do you like how I pulled no, the Edward wait, Furlong? Like, she's not my mother, Todd. <laughs> Price is right rules, dude. Close without going over. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So blah blah, something happens. I'm wrong. We move on. <laughs> he he just can't handle being wrong. No, he, he goes so so. Chad goes back to the restaurant, right? And then you see their uncle. Tara vacuums a snake whose name is Larry, who whines like a dog. And then Gomez Adams yells at her and says, "You will never understand love." What? <laughs> what? It just writes itself. Yeah. Or I, yeah. this is this is somebody took ayahuasca 
forgetting they were still on cocaine <laughs> and mescaline. And that's how you got that line. No, that is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, correct. <laughs> that's another film. So uh, they go back, right, to the restaurant. Wait, Chad. On, were you explaining to me that that was a movie? <laughs> I literally Just have so a tattoo know, from that movie. <laughs> Sorry. I just need to make sure. I'm not that straight edge. Okay. Well, I, I, I did not know you had a tattoo of that. Yeah, I have loathing on my foot. Interesting. With the bats. Well, I don't know every aspect of your body, unfortunately. All right. Bo- <laughs> this is time for a new segment I like to call, <laughs> Boys, Please Stop, Don't Fight Over Me, where I quiz you both on Jake Trivia. <laughs> No, okay, we'll move on. We get the introduction of Fuzzy Tomato, FT. FT? I don't like that name very much. It's it's just given. Yeah. So I, mean, I, don't, I don't really have yeah. anything else. They have, like with a name like FT, it should be Fuzztard. Fuzztard? <laughs> no good? Yeah, this, this show is super PC. <laughs> yeah, I have to make it put a fucking thumb guy. God, I feel so guilty. <laughs> Wait, so that grumpy cat, right? Grumpy cat's name is tartar sauce, but they spell it T-A-R-D. And tartar sauce is with a T. And so I was like, you fucks used to How call that. How the fuck porn- do you know what its name is? Because it bothers me that they were they used to call that cat retarded and they'd call it a tard. And then it became hugely famous. They're like, we gotta backtrack. We gotta retcon this and figure out a way to say this without being incredibly ableist. Oh, dude. Yep, okay. Someone's someone's very passionate about grumpy get. Not for grumpy get disability rights, but it's a different thing. You know, so, you knew that if you had a heart and conscience, yeah, but you're a Star uh, Wars fan, you, know. you don't know about logic. So, and- th- so this is basically Tara having a conversation with Gomez in the basement or in the laboratory. You come across FT, then you have Chad going back to the restaurant, yes. right? And then he talks. That's when you find George Clooney. Well, then he goes out and goes to the win a date. Well, yeah, he's there first, right. but then they he, go to the... Yeah. yeah, so then you you meet George... Oh, what the fuck we call George Clooney? Bat nipples. Bat nipples. So you meet bat nipples and his fucking hair. That Oof. hair, though. Man, I almost got lost in that hair. Dude, it's like a helmet. <laughs> it's no good. It is. It's like a hat, and then he has a hat on top of that. Oh, fun fact. In the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes pilot episode, the cartoon, the kid is wearing a helmet and then takes off the helmet. He's got a hat. Doesn't make any sense. You can't see the hat underneath the helmet. <laughs> what is that? Did you happen to notice that when they see um, fucking MC Hammer at the restaurant, he is wearing a, a VTW yeah. hat? He wears that in the show, too. <laughs> Veterans of Tomato, uh, yeah. Veterans Veterans tomato, tomato War. War. Can we talk about how that guy is basically Murdoch from the A-Team? <laughs> I can see the correlation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So... We skip along a little bit to Chad finding bat nipples at the win a date with Rob Lowe, which ties into last week's episode, Lost Boys. Still fuck you, Warner Brothers. And let's move on. Do you like that scene? I thought that scene was fun. Yeah. By modern good. standards, not PC, but by old standards, it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. It definitely sells the point of what kind of character bat nipples is. Yeah. Right? He's that sleaze. Very stereotypical, like, hey, ladies. Check me he, out. You know, at every he's the, he's the Zach Morris of this movie. Oh, yes. good call. Dude, that, we should have like called it. him that instead of bat nipples. <laughs> like, that's actually you way more appropriate. Yeah, it's funny because going back and watching some old Saved by the Bell, I'm like, he is such a fucking prick. God <laughs> damn it, I hate this dude. Yeah. I remember watching it as a kid. I'm like, oh, Zach Morris <laughs> is so cool. And then you're like, God, oh, dude, he is a cock. Did not age well. No. So then we cut to the scene where Tara comes in from the rain 
while the one dude's being like, I'm making a piece of the pie. <laughs> and she's like, hey, dog, how about I fuck your face off? And he's yeah. like, that was crazy. What? She said something like, I can I can cook so many meals. And uh, do you want a blowjob? Right. She, he- yeah. <laughs> she goes, I, how, maybe a blowjob? Iron your pants? And, he- <laughs> and then he screams, no. <laughs> what is that? I don't get it. Th- this guy is honorarily Sammy from the last one. Just be gay. If a woman that pretty comes in and is like, I'm going to give you a blowjob while ironing your pants. There's one answer. While making toast. Don't forget that. Uh, Toast is very important. Toast, toast, eggs, bacon, toast. (laughs) So she goes back to his place. You got Matt or Bat Nipples or Zach Morris. He wakes up and finds her in the shower, which is cool. No boobs. Well, you kind of see a little bit. You kind of it's a it's a boob silhouette. I'll give it, I give it a six point five out of ten. Out of on the, 10? on the boob scale. No, <laughs> dude, come on, Her it's a boob silhouette. Her boobs themselves are solid, but you can't say that looking through the wrinkled glass is a six point five out of ten on this show. Damn, dog, Get your own <laughs> show. Wow, I didn't know it was he's, that he's strict. Got some high standards. Like, apparently so. What? Well, you I mean, really you know, he he is elitist. He is a Star Trek fan. Mm. Moving on. Again with the shade. They establish that uh, she's not normal and she's pouring granulated soap and is fascinated by it. Bat Nipples points out that she has dirt, soil. The fertilizer in the shower. Yeah, in the fucking shower. Which he didn't notice while he was in I like the little quip they do. Was it? She's very organic. Yeah, Yeah, he said she's organic, yeah. That was good. I like that. I like that it's Clooney defending the guy who's like, oh, I just had sex with this girl, but now I'm repulsed by this. And he's like, ah, come on. You should probably still dick her on the regular. And let me watch. Moving on, Gangrene sends Igor out to find Tara. We find out that Igor is the fake news anchor man. And Brian, do your impression of him because you did it spot on when it comes to, am I not, am I too pretty or whatever? <laughs> yeah, where he, it was when you first get introduced to him and he's talking to uh, Gomez and they're, he's like, oh, you know what? They're not going to believe that I'm uh, called Igor. I need to act a little, you know, more Igor-like, I guess. I don't, how can I portray this and make it sound like it through the fucking airwaves? Here, you, you throw do me. the voice and I'll do the, the <laughs> sound effects on the table. Ready? No, I don't know. So how I'm going to do, do a drag? <laughs> That's how you limp on, on audio. You're putting me on the spot, man. And I don't hey, like it. Hey, I do pretty now, master. <laughs> hey. But Brian doing it's funnier because Brian doesn't do slappy, schlocky, stick every time. Yeah. I probably would have butchered it because you put me on the spot. Whatever. So it's not like we have the lights on and we've been podcasting for an hour and five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You've blitzcraged me. How would I have ever known? Shit. I was supposed to perform. All of life is a stage, Brian. You should know that. Did you happen to notice that George Clooney has an earring? No. Is it golden? No, I know. He has a single earring in his left ear. Is it golden? It is a gold ear. Earring. Ear. 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 This movie makes a lot more sense. Because it feels like it's stepping into the Twilight Zone. Golden Earring. The band Golden Earring did Twilight Zone. What about Radar Love? What is wrong with you people? This is gold. This is gold and earring. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Yeah. So, so, okay. One thing I, I noticed... She, I think 
bat nipples mentions because Chad's complaining about how weird Tara is, right? Not this producer Chad, but Chad Marty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Matt says, and I remind you, Michelle is watching this with us or with me. He says she's sexy, she's smart, she cooks, and she cleans. She's the perfect woman. <laughs> 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 and she just has the most pissed off fucking look in her face. Well, like my wife is currently oh, watching uh, in the other room and I'm pretty sure she could be like, oh, he's got fucking million dollars and six pack abs. He's a perfect man. So whatever. <laughs> Me too. She's sexy. She's smart. She cooks and she cleans. That's all I need, woman. <laughs> yeah. is, is, is that where you just looked at her and you were like, what <laughs> they I got, said they, perfect one. they got the list right there i mean uh am i supposed to argue with that maybe we should rewrite our vows michelle <laughs> yeah not going there oh, God. Uh, so then they have a, a montage about their relationship which is so adorable to the song touch me there and they go to an adult bookstore and she's looking at the whips the montage with the mime is probably my favorite part of oh, this whole movie. Oh, it's so good. If there's a slay of the game for this movie, <laughs> it's with the mime who just keeps showing up in this montage, ultimately ending up in the sex club with them, and he punches him in the face. <laughs> it's like so amazing. And then Doesn't on, he on end up on the yes, beach? So good. Yeah, you're like, oh, dude, this is a running joke, and I appreciate it. So good. <laughs> they end up at the end of the montage going into like a food store thing, and they find out that there's the guy who's doing a Black market. <laughs> Black market tomato. Exactly. It's so. funny how he uh <laughs> it's almost like they're doing like coke. He's yeah. like pouring a little dab on his like With finger. Salt, yeah. He's like, here, try some. <laughs> and so then, you know, the Marty ends up telling Tomato Pie, like, yeah, you did the right thing. Like, I, I'm gonna, I should call the FBI or FVI for the vegetable investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she's like, "How could you?" And she storms off. And then they go to dinner, having reconciled, and they haven't reconciled. And they're yeah, that's a, a dinner. that's a strange kind of switch between her just fucking being super pissed off because he's a, you know, he's a vegetable eater and she's a meat eater, and uh, she storms off, and all of a sudden it's like her all done up, all fucking. Yep. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and they're going to they're going to Jake's favorite restaurant. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's, it's, it's a filler like right? restaurant. <laughs> Is it vegan? Because he talks about meat though, and he offers her a hot uh, chili dog. Yeah, but that, it's all sarcastic and like condescending because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to eat any vegetables. I didn't and catch all that. they're serving is vegetables. I did notice that they were ordering the turnips, right? But then, right, right. Well, One thing that I noticed is that with her hair and the fucking sweet ass '80s look going on, she looked like a fucking lioness. Yeah, right. That hair was huge, but not like Amanda Nunez, who is no, a lioness, no, who looks very different. She looks like my friend Sandy with a six pack. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. It's totally true. Yep. So we move on. The scene. I'm gonna wrap it up because the scene is a, a useless filler scene. He goes off. And then the uh, music, the violinist comes up and plays the violin. She turns into a tomato. They all Everybody see the tomato runs out and screams. Ah, oh, it's a tomato. It's a killer tomato, even though it's just sitting on a plate doing nothing. And then the chime on the grandfather clock comes back. She turns back into a person. He meets her there. Bada boom. 
Igor tries to do a chase scene. This is the first breaking of the fourth uh, wall. Where it's he's like, so hey, good. Hey, lady, have we had a, a chase scene in this movie yet? She's like, 20 well, minutes in and no chase scene. <laughs> wait, wait, you, you, you forgot one of the best, best scenes. Well, then by all means, do it, brother. You, for, you forgot about the, the news anchor when he's interviewing the, the lady. Was oh that, right yeah yeah the real that's it oh what he's like you yeah. know it's funny because it's it's uh homage homage i'm still trying to figure out how the fuck to say that word anyways it's it's paying tribute to the original film right where where he talks about the he, he interviews the lady and she's like my husband i don't know where my husband is and he's like well because he fucking died and she's like oh i can't find him and he's like well are you gonna remarry and she's like, well, he only just died. He's like, I don't know if you can remarry because you're ugly as shit. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, what, you're eating by yourself? What? It's time to move on. What? Someone like you should have found someone by now. And then he looks down at her feet and he calls her a fat cow. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Can't believe I forgot that one. That is a good scene. Yeah, right, it's, now, it's now, really now good. Could go on. <laughs> Perfect. So they, yeah, the vo- one good joke too that I forgot is the valet brings Igor the wrong fucking car. Yeah, he's truck. like, that's not my dumpster truck. Yeah. <laughs> that's not mine. And he crashes the dump truck and it, that's the shortest chase scene that you're ever going to see. We cut out. It's back to the apartment. FT falls out of a window because reasons. Tara tomato <laughs> pie chases him out. He's been bouncing around, bounces down a manhole cover, bounces up a manhole cover, goes into an ice cream cart comes out the kid licks him he's chocolate it's awful he throws him he gets hit by a car i mean this yeah. is this is baby's day out i'm having flashbacks <laughs> of Mr. Magoo or whatever but then he he ends up at a storefront and there's a sign and it says like homeless is the new look and i was like zoolander it's derelict <laughs> yeah i immediately thought of just we're the fucking uh basically hipsters nowadays yep <laughs> yep it's that- like they're telling the future and so they end up saving FT. Uh, does okay. So at this point, does it go back to Igor meeting up with Gomez? I feel like he's talking to Gomez because the only reason I say that is because in my notes, I literally have Chase after FT, Chad, Matt, and Tara. Did Igor just do the Hitler salute? Yes, and he does. <laughs> and it's during the scene where Gangrene fucks up the Mister Potato Head, and he's like, "I always get the eyes wrong." And you think he's obviously turning a tomato into a person, but he's just doing a Mr. Potato Head. He like he like smacks his chest and then does the Hitler salute. Yep. It's really creepy. Not good. <laughs> uh, we get to a point where they're arguing over budget cuts and George Clooney, while he's still getting his makeup refresh, is like, we should do product placement. It's the 80s. And this is where they do. It's so good. Okay, so there's O. Henry, Kellogg's Corn Flakes, Pepsi Cola, Crunch Bar, <laughs> Moosehead beer, Foster's beer, Crest toothpaste. All the crew member in the back are reading Playboys. Oh, so good. And they're lifting up the Playboys. <laughs> you can see them in the background. It's so good. It, and, and then there, you end up with with a Honda of San Diego. I mean, this this is one of the like more clever bits of like, it's very Monty Python. Like, yes, absolutely. Getting yeah. the point of being like, oh, we've run out of money is very much Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. Right, Because right. it gets to a point where the movie just ends because they just ran out of money. So that's kind of what, like, when you're watching this, you're like, oh, oh, they did something new. That's funny. And I'm pretty sure at some point, cowboys fight ninjas. Cowboys fight ninjas. Karate people come in. <laughs> oh, I have a whole thing here. The dude's uh, still brushing his teeth. The black army man. It starts with the black army man. Who's a uh, Gaddafi. Steve, yeah. Asking for falafel. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> he can say it because he's black. But if we tried, hey. 
So then they all fight. <laughs> then Chad just kicks him out of the restaurant and they just leave. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Turns out that the guy is Sam, the master of disguise from the voiceover in the beginning. And he works for the FBI. He was from the original film. Yep. Yeah. And then say uh, you have bat nipples or Zach Morris. Yeah. He plugs Sco- goobers. Scuba dude. Scuba, du- scuba Steve. <laughs> scuba Steve. <laughs> I want my own diver. ass. Yeah. What's it's called stinky stinky diver. Is stinky that from, diver. Uh, Kablam. Kablam. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not only did I. Ca- hell yeah. I'm a G. And check this out, Brian. Stinky Diver, you've been down too long in the midnight pee. Now, is that the original or is that the. <laughs> <laughs> she always been doing the whole time. It's got to be Dio. So, yeah. So, uh, we go, keep going, blah, blah. Uh, Chad finds uh, tomato pie eating uh, plant food and he's like, ah! he like, runs off. Right, he screams, she screams, and they do like the fun little back and forth kind of thing, which is really fun. But he, they overdo it. Right, <laughs> right, of much. course. Uh, he runs off. He ends up following Igor, and then he, Igor goes to the waste removal place yep. or whatever. He finds out that it's toxic waste and not acid. Thanks, Rob. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I really like how the, uh, I mean, they're laying it over thick here, but it shows the kid fishing. Yeah. And then he picks up it's a skeleton <laughs> it's of a, a fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of something you see in cartoons. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> so then it's Chad looking for Tara with bat nipples and they're like yelling her name. They end up in the health food store and he's like, Tara. And then they make a streetcar named Desire reference and George Clooney's like, Stella! <laughs> what is this movie? You know what's funny is I thought he said Stella, but I'm like, nah, that doesn't make sense. He was yelling Tara. Yeah, that reference was super old even at the time this movie came out. So, wow. <laughs> then they find the storeroom of tomatoes, blah, blah. They're, oh, here's fun. Here's fun. Remember this? When they're watching Frankenstein on the TV and the actor in the Frankenstein on TV keeps repeating himself. To right, about the, the laboratory. Yeah. Yeah. To He's get the like, idea to how to yeah, fix Tara. We're reanimating something in the laboratory in the basement <laughs> come on you fucking moron <laughs> that's pretty good so then you find out so chad gets the bright idea and he goes over to bat nipples's room and he's like hey let's get out of bed and go do this and there's a lady in a what do you call it a, a, a lacy bodice <laughs> and george clooney rightfully so is like i'm gonna get mine i chased this vegetable girl around this town all day I'm going to get mine. You know what's funny is I think they should have gone when he says, well, I saved your life multiple times. There should have been some sort of like flashback. Okay. Something quick. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a 10 minute scene of something, but something where it's like fucking bat nipples, like drowning or almost drowning in a river or something and him pulling him up. Rob, how? Give me two ways that Chad saves bat nipples life. I'm going to count down. You get 10 seconds for each idea starting now. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Chad saves bat nipples life. He says he does it twice. You're at five seconds. <sighs> I, thought, I thought you love this film. It's almost like you've never thought about it at all. <laughs> it might be like I've never thought about it at all. I'm resetting this the, the shot clock. You get 10 seconds. Give me one way that he saved Matt's life. 
as a wait, prequel wait, to this. Wait, wait, I wait. said I said he basically almost died in a river drowning. Okay, so Brian gets one. Now you have ten seconds to say oh. as a prequel to this film how Chad saved Matt's life, which will justify him getting out of bed with the lacy bodice and going to some fucking creep's basement. If you want, you, I can you, you, give me a lifeline. I'll give you another. Lifeline, lifeline. Okay. Lifeline. Basically, Cause, Bat, cause... Ni- Bat Nipples uses too much Aquanet on his hair. He catches his head on fire, and Matt puts it out, or Chad puts it out. That's way better than anything I could have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Wow, Jake seemed a little uh, unimpressed there. No, I go mean, ahead. What do good. you What do you have to say? No, no, no. It's not that I'm unimpressed. It's just we have to give him the opportunity to learn and grow for himself. <laughs> if we don't do this, he's never going to leave the nest. I like how Jake's bringing the dad, the dad the shit in here. It's good. Yeah, I'm a papa. I'm a one year old. Papa blows my mind. Anyway, moving on. They plug the Honda of San Diego. They get to the laboratory. They follow Doc's process to animate the tomato. They get Carmen Miranda, the fucking Chiquita banana lady, on accident. Then it gets to a reverend. Then it gets to Michael Jackson. Then it gets to Miami Vice. Then it gets to this awesome, awesome Amazon woman. <laughs> Wow. Then, For uh, those of you who have the video. <laughs> trying to make it worth your time. Pretty intense. They get caught by Dr. Gangrene. And Rob, then what happened? He, he squishes the tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's about it. He squishes the tomato. He's like, check this out, motherfucker. Well, I guess you're going to die now. So puts it on a little shot clock. He's like, you get 10 minutes and then you're going to become a tomato. How about them apples? Yeah. Well, no, this is before, right? Oh, son of a bitch. It would come eventually. Because <laughs> they get put in like some weird storeroom and Tara's there and she's just fine. Remember that? Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's before. That. And then it and goes like, to that. Why, why, why were they changing? I get the whole, the joke is supposed to be like they thought they were going to reanimate this tomato and it was just some random tomato, but still super <sighs> weird. Then just, you're right. It goes to the shot clock. It's, it's, it's cool because I feel it's like every spinning. every week, Brian fucks up and says, this is when this happens. And then Jake says, well, actually, this is when this happens. And I'm like, uh, I'm an idiot. So, but it's a very, it's a very Machiavellian (laughs) kind of like Joker style plot. And then he leaves conveniently, just like a comic book hero would do, which foreshadows bat nipples. True. Absolutely. So then we move on. We get uh, Wilbur call or the FT gets the message to Wilbur because they have to save him from the gas chamber thing. And then, you get the bl- the black guy in a blonde wig. You get Scuba Steve. <laughs> they, there's this weird scene of gangrene spinning a globe that's painted weird for no reason. Yeah, I, I was wondering why the globe was painted like that. Uh, I think it's so great. In the first film, the black guy who's a master of disguise has a, a white nose. That's so good. <laughs> and they're like, clearly, this guy is the master of disguise. And you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. So as they're standing in front of the scoreboard, they say, this isn't a game. And that's a great joke in itself. And then they literally call a timeout. Another great wall breaker. I thought right. that was fun. Meanwhile. That's another Zach Morris. Yep, that is. Yeah, definitely. Meanwhile, all MC Hammer had to do is take off a stupid fucking parachute just once. But instead, he was wallowing in his fucking parachute trying to hit that the buzzer. That parachute pisses me off yeah, so much. And it, it it really does a trick, though, because you're thinking, God, take off the fucking parachute the entire time. And that's what you're supposed to think. I don't know. I don't mind it. It kind of reminds me of like an 80s pro wrestling gimmick. Like you could totally see the guy who would like wear that to the ring. Maybe not in the ring, but to the ring. Maybe Owen Hart needed one. <gasps> oh, too soon. Wow. Too soon. 
<laughs> Moving on. That's that that's like that's like saying that's like saying Chris Benoit's family just had to tap out. Oh no. <laughs> and then it's like tying it back to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers by saying Jesus didn't tap. <laughs> Gah, that got dark real quick. I tried to Sorry, lighten God. it up by Sorry. bringing in Jesus because we're all going to hell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Moving on. throws himself on a fucking grenade, blows up, and there's fur everywhere, but then he doesn't blow up because he lives. Then, Robbie, you can suck my nuts because we don't get a Star Wars reference. Oh, no, my friend. We get a Star Trek 2, the Wrath of Khan reference. When they are touching through the glass, you are now and have always been my friend, Jim. Suck my nuts. I mean, I'm done with the episode. You, you can tell. You can tell. Jake's well, put some thought into that. Well, I, he's probably been waiting. He's probably been waiting a while just to just to say that. He's probably he's been saving that. But, but let's put it this way. That's my favorite note. Let, let, let's 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 talk about where Star Trek references are in movies and where Star Wars references are in movies. And you're talking about Return of the Killer Tomatoes has the Star Trek reference, but how many great movies have Star Wars references? None. Mm. None. None. Really? None, None? movies. Hmm. Except for Leprechaun in space. There's a whole there's a whole movie that spoofs Star Wars because it's so good. Space boners, something like that. I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, space, space boners. <laughs> Not worried about it. <laughs> so anyway, the movie ends pretty uh pretty abruptly. Tara oh, but oh wait, what? Go. Oh, no, no, I just wanna just wanna see if he costs something at the end of the movie. Uh when she bites Go on. Oh, the, the, the killer okay, so, carrots? No, no, no. So oh. remember remember in the beginning of the movie oh. when they're telling Zach Morris to change the channels and he's tossing the pizza dough? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he tosses it up in the air and you're waiting for oh, it to come back down. and it smacks him in they the finally head. finally tie it in. Yes, that's and it, an awesome scene. And it comes back down at the end of the movie. As they're doing the fourth wall breaking, saying that they tied everything else. But also, because you dramatically paused the train of thought, I looked back through my notes to see if I missed something, and I did. A second Star Trek reference. Oh, oh boy. my God. He's Just dead, what we Jim. Need. He's dead. They say when Wilbur is killing Teddy and calling the SPCA after he says, Danger Will Robinson. You're welcome. I like it. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Chicken butt. No, this is where you say what? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> this is my show. I don't have to pull a stone cold. I don't want to. <laughs> Star, Star, Star Trek is still garbage. Wow. There wouldn't be a Star Wars without Flash Gordon and a bunch of other movies that George Lucas ripped off and an editor saved on the floor of the 11th hour. How, how about this, guys? Totally changing subjects. Six milk bottles and a tuning fork. Do you remember when he said turntables at a microphone? <laughs> that was when G- Gomez Adams says that to Tara about her sex acts. Oh yeah, he says, <laughs> that to, just, well, he says it to Chad, making fun of him, saying like, "Yeah, you'll never know what she can do with yeah six <laughs> milk bottles and a tuning fork." So then we find out that Matt has secretly absconded with all of these tomato babes, and that's what you were seeing at the beginning was his beach party with the tomato babes, and then it cuts with to the- black credits roll and at the end you get killer carrots that are made up like rambo that never come to fruition never comes to fruition. but it's post credit scene so that's i mean if it's you, always fun i always dig those yeah absolutely even before marvel i think the best one ever is frank langella in masters of the universe when he says that he'll be back as skeletor he didn't come back i gotta be honest with you 
after three hours and so many minutes of Avengers Endgame. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to sit through all the fucking credits for some bullshit after I, the fact. I'm wearing an adult diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can suck my nuts if you smell a smell. Go buy some more popcorn and put extra butter on it. Especially Jake's vegan smell. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like chili. Holy. Oh, my God. Good. <laughs> like a savory chili. Shall we move into fan questions and commentary? Let's do it. Not many people had shit to say about this, but they had shit to say in general. Nerd Flanders, Arfler and Ash from over at Copulators Die First. Give them a listen. They're on the crap ass little podcast network. They just launched their new logo emblem. I really like it. It's It's pretty pretty dope. I had said that they should call it Ghost Fierce because Fierce is a term that we they use in the gay community and it's ghost face, but I move on. She asks, if you yell into a vagina, does it echo? Now this is coming from a woman who both has one and eats them. (laughs) So I don't know how I can politically correctly answer this. So Brian and Rob. See, I don't know exactly. Um, you say uh, both has one and eats one, but would a relationship technically be where the other partner eats only and she does not? Oh, I don't know. I don't, situation? I don't know the, the specifics. So. She huh. could technically be like, I honestly have no idea. Uh, that's right. Not the, we're going to the question of the echoing because I could go over days <laughs> on this other topic. <laughs> I realize I really shouldn't. If you yell into a vagina, does it echo? Yes or no? Yes. Rob? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know what it echoes back. What does it echo? Star Trek sucks. Oh, no. So I guess we have a quorum. There is, it is resounding <laughs> yes that vaginas echo. <laughs> I like how I'm saying so. Uh, we move on. Our good friend Squints1984 says, Thank you for getting me to rewatch this movie and reminding me why it's been 20 years since the last time I saw it. <laughs> he asks us to talk about product placement, which we already do. And then he posits the question, Which is the worst Clooney film, this or his Batman movie? Uh, Batman. Yep. Batman. Yep. Batman. <laughs> Resounding answer there Batman. Irredeemable. Uh, yeah. Phantasm 420, with all the horror movies being rebooted, do you think that Attack of the Killer Tomatoes would be a successful remake? Yes, absolutely. I think the reason yeah, totally. reason for is, at least for me personally, I always see, feel like they need to gore things up if they can somehow include violence into this film, like actual violence. Oh, it would be amazing. Like something super gnarly. Yeah, I could see that. Anything's going to be better than Critters, a new binge. Am I right? Right. Like, imagine right. like some some sort of like telekinetic powers from the tomatoes that make people's heads explode. Scanners, exactly. We're doing right. scanners. <laughs> Michael Ironside. <laughs> yes, I would watch the fuck out of that movie. Just a, it's literally it's just a movie where people get put into a room one after another. There's a tomato <laughs> on a table that just quivers a little bit, and somebody's head pops. And the next guy comes in like a piece of cattle that doesn't know it's about to get railgunned in the head. It's like, what's going on here? Oh, right. it's a tomato. Am I supposed to eat the pa? <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even bother cleaning up the walls it's just nope. brain matter everywhere and they just walk in like what what's this going is like, on here is this like some kind of jello mold that's do you built? do you have is there tomato sauce <laughs> on the wall <laughs> uh erica stay creepy hosts her own podcast it's delightful uh she asks what's your favorite sub genre of horror and I'd like to know your, both of your responses, if in you don't mind. Sub-genre. I don't have one. I don't have one. It's, it's horror or nothing. 
Sorry about it. I also realized <laughs> I didn't say Erica's podcast, which is horror movies and chill. I wanted to make yeah. sure because we're also good friends with Stephen King and chill. So honestly, I the two fil- like two types that I really watch. I mean, I we've delved into sci-fi, yep. right? Which I feel like is kind of a sub. It's not because it's like it's a sci-fi is its own entity. And then it's a subgenre of horror in the sci-fi. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's, I guess, the closest thing to it. The only, I, I, comedy, comedy that's and mine. horror. But you can have them both at the same time, yeah. right? Just like you can have a sci-fi horror, you can have a comedy horror, I yeah. guess. Yeah, so four. There's comedy, straight comedy. There's horror, straight horror. And then there's the, the subgenres of the... I agree. Rob, you got a better one? I mean... When you're talking subgenres, are you t- you are you talking like slashers, zombies? Like, are you talking supernatural? Like? Anything. I mean, I just said horror comedy because I I mean, oh, uh, Chad is offering erotic. Have you ever heard of the Repenetrator, Chad? <laughs> That's your homework assignment. <laughs> it's Burning Angel Films. Am I not mistaken? No idea. Oh, I think it is. I think I'm right. I think I've seen it. I don't think I came to fruition, if you would say, but yeah. I don't know if you can look that up on that laptop. It might be a work laptop, NSFW. Nope. <laughs> so what's your, what's your favorite subgenre? Bearing in mind that it could be literally anything because nobody gave us any rules and it's our show and we say you could do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. Okay, well, I'll go also go with like horror comedy because, you know, I love movies like Return of the Living Dead. and It's funny. He yep, says Repenetrator he, 2004. He says he likes Joanna Angel. horror comedy. But he still hasn't seen Blood Diner. What a fucking cuck. Hmm. You voted uh, for Donald Trump, you cuck. <laughs> Just kidding. I yeah. like you. You're my friend. Even though Star Trek's better than Star Wars. So, whoa, whoa. Do you let's have a things, last... Let's not say things we can't take back. I, I don't have to. I I took the receipt. I threw it away. As he slams down his fist onto the table. This is my show and I'll say what I want. <laughs> I love Star Trek. <laughs> You know what? I'll sell you. Live long and prosper, my friend. Peace and long life. So do you, man. If you want to be wrong professionally and like Star Wars, that's fine. You can do it. It's your prerogative. But my question to you, given that you're a quote-unquote super fan who hasn't listened to every episode and watched every movie, uh, do you have a last action line that you'd like to hit the uh, fellow listeners of Slasher's Pod, the Slasher's Podience, the mutant goons from beyond with? May the force be with you. May the cucks be with you, he says. <laughs> Uh, Brian, is it time for your line? Yeah, man. If you're not watching him dying, not really trying. And for Brian, for Rob, for producer Chad, for the Trekkies and Trekkers all across this goddamn globe (laughs) and every other globe in the cosmos, (laughs) I am Jake, your faithful host, reminding you to go out there and do something you love. And remember that all work and no power play makes Jack a dull boy. You found it, the secret track to this week's episode, which I don't know if we're going to make into a thing, but I figured we would do it for Robbie, who was our special guest, who happens to play bass in this bitchin' band, Kyle Tricola and the Strangers. This is their song, When I'm Gone, not to be confused with that butt-fucking song that Anna Kendrick slaps a bunch of cups around to. So enjoy it, go give them a follow, and remember... Star Trek beats the fuck out of Star Wars.
Just forget that it was mine 